Hello, everyone. Ted Schmitz here. This is not our typical skate skit intro. Just wanted to take a second to say a few things. First, that uh, this show has no discussion of the events over the past week or so. As you'll notice, we mentioned that it was recorded sometime around Memorial Day. You don't need us to tell you how fucked up the police state is. You know it. You, you've seen it. You felt it. Yes, we as skaters encounter cops, but what most of us deal with is unlike what we have witnessed and what has played out over and over again in black and brown communities. Hopefully you all saw and took a little bit of pride in the clips of skateboards and broken cruiser windows, the front grind on the overturned car, and Sharif Grady's incredible flame-lit three-flip in Atlanta. This is all completely understandable behavior. Look, I'm a white guy, and our cast is all white, so I'm not going to get too into what, quote, we as skaters need to do. Obviously, there are organizations in the movement who are already leading the way, and they just need our support. But I will say that I hope that you are vigilant in this time against massive corporations offering empty slogans about unity while offering no path for justice or peace. Those cops obviously need to be charged, and on top of that, Police departments need to be downscaled, demilitarized, and defunded. The specific groups engaged in these fights need funds, and yes, the protests need bodies. Still, I hope you do not let these companies placate you and distract you from the serious rot at the core of our society and justice system. Don't let their surrogates tell you the right way to peacefully protest. Don't let these right-wing losers trip you up on fantasies of Antifa takedowns and some broken notion of property. Recognize that there are overlapping consequences of class. Do right by people who are fighting for the dead and the oppressed. Donate to bail funds if you can. Amplify those voices of affected people working at the grassroots and show up to actions in your area. We'll be giving to the Black Visions Collective in Minnesota and a few other places. The links will be in the show notes. Thank you everyone for listening. And especially to those who are committed to undoing the police state and combating systemic oppression and racism in whatever institution or facet of society they have embedded themselves within. And now, this is our show about skateboarding and all its bullshit. Right. Everybody listening to this on your fucking phones, welcome back to Vent City, you skaters <laughs> and you non-skaters. I don't know what you're doing here, but hey, Brian's uh, dad, we've got, <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. Should, should I shit talk the, the career uh, pro skaters out there again? <laughs> That'd be tight. <laughs> um, what's up, Brad? You fucking rat. Whoa. <laughs> you ratted me out. Uh, that's true. Uh, uh, that's great. Although I did, they stopped listening because I said the F word too much. I, put, I shouldn't have put it in my description of him. Um, anyways, we've got everybody here. We've got Ted Schmitz losing his mind, 
Ryan Lay, Mind Gone, Alex White. <laughs> On the verge of tears. Who is recording this time, I think. <laughs> Kristen Ebling with the seltzer water, getting lit. Ted Barrow in some undisclosed bunker, going full tinfoil guy. We've got fucking Kyle Beachy, who may write another book in the future. I don't know. Is that it? Mustache is, mustache is looking like he's going to write a book. Yeah. Six of us. Six. All right. What's up, you fucking parent age non parents and one parent? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, just roasting I love, us. I love, uh, I love it. I don't have any children. <laughs> All right. No grandmas on the show. No grandmas listening. We're going to get into it. We've got two hot topics, not the story. That was a bad way to describe that. We've got. We've got we were going first, on real. We're going on real journeys. We're going on two serious <laughs> journeys. Yeah. Uh, one of them that's pretty right wing, and the other one is pretty libertine, from what I could gather. Mob and Jessup? We're talking. We're talking right wingers <laughs> at memorials, and maybe the skaters are right wing too. I don't know. I don't know what those Orange County rockers are like. And we've got. The HBO smash hit, Betty. Um, Wait, before we get into the Ted mentioned Mob and Jessup, and I just want to know where everyone stands. I'm uh, Jessup. Well, you're damn right you're fucking Jessup because yeah. you're not How a How do kook. you cut somebody out of the chat? <laughs> 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 All right. You like to fuck your sneakers up. All right, Alex, where are you standing? I, like, don't give a shit, but I work for NHS. So, Mob. <laughs> so, so I fucking love, love Mob. I love Zade. It's superior. Yeah, I, I love Zade, like, actually. Like, oh, I love I'll Zade. skate mob. I'll skate mob. I do not work for NHS. Uh, I do watch all their YouTubes, though, and varying degrees of tight. And uh, <laughs> as somebody who has had a giant mob logo in the middle of oh. their board, uh, in maybe their most technically proficient skate part, I'm kind of obligated to say how much I stand yes. mob. You do. Um, the, what do you like about it? Is it, the are, is it the technology of it? Is it that you it, don't? It's the shinners from trying backside flips the first two days. Uh, it's your the, feet. It's the back cover. <laughs> it's the back ads. cover ads. Oh, I love the back cover. <laughs> the grandfathered in back cover ads for 20 years. <laughs> with, Reliable. With mobs like hyper grip, you, it, 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 it it forces you to have a trajectory with every skateboard. The first three days are no flip tricks. And then after that, you have a little sweet spot. Um, and then the last four days are just like dust, slip, everything sucks. And it tells you when it's time to get a new board. I is, like it. I don't that, grip gum. Is that mob on your closet door? <laughs> <laughs> Can you not look in my house, please? Um, I think that door shuts probably. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. but if we can get like truly though, uh, Kristen, you you skate Jessup. Ryan, what you what do you skate? I skate Jessup. I used to get Mob for free, and now I get Jessup for free. There you go. And Ted Barrow, I skate Scraps, but I think usually Jessup Scraps. Yeah, yeah. Jessup's just classic. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Je I mean, Jessup's a Chicago company. I fucking really? hold it down. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. A lot of boats out there. No, oh, no, no coastal elites, huh? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Jessup. Heartland. Yeah. Just, they, uh, they make Wheels of Fortune grip every year, so oh, much respect. Nice. Also, yeah. like, I like it just, I don't know, same reason why I like skating Nikes, because, like, 
they just feel like they're worn in already. You know what I mean? Like there's not a wear in period. Like, there's just not a wear in period for Jessup. I can do my Nolly Flips day one. Ben you know? City brought to you by yeah. Jessup and Nike. Say that. <laughs> yeah. Show up at my door. Solid, yeah. solid, uh, solid Nolly Flip th- drop too. I thought you were gonna say, yeah, that's what, uh, it's just like Nike. You know, shoe for the little guys. <laughs> I'm going to buy some Americas. Why are we talking about shoes that are made perfectly already worn in and talking about Nikes? It's <laughs> going to drive me fucking bonkers. I'm just oh, trying man. to get you on edge even Let's more than you it. were when we started, Ted. This is all just I, to trigger you. This show is not brought to you by the Van Slip on Pro, but every bit of happiness in my life is. <laughs> Wait, actually so, it is because you wear it, them. It's also brought to us by one of the guys who made that shoe. So in a way. Yep. yep. Hmm. Um... Hmm. Yeah, that's right. Thank you again for your continued support. Patreon.com slash Vent City. Let's get into it. You guys all saw Figgy trying what I would call a classic trick in that it comes from 1991. <laughs> the pressure flip at the Mount, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, Soledad. Mount Soledad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I? Mount can I give a little background on what Mount Soledad is, Ted? I would love that as a former uh, uh, competitive tennis San Diegan. Mount Soledad... <laughs> Uh, towers monumentally over um, what I consider to be one of the two worst cities in the nation, which is San Diego, California. Um, Come on. What's number two? Boston. Chicago? Boston. Boston, Boston. and San Diego. Okay, I'm back this. Have you ever been to Scottsdale? <laughs> Boston and San Diego. Dude, we've got Scottsdale, Mesa, yeah, Chandler. <laughs> you got to see some of our cities, can I, man. Can I recommend Fresno, sir? <laughs> anyway, to Milwaukee, Oregon, Mount Mount Soledad uh, is uh, above La Jolla, um, it, so it's it, it's it's a big residential neighborhood with really steep winding uh, roads and beautiful homes, and then um, there's this public park with a giant cross. Um, and it's been the subject of uh, legal battles about the separation of church and state, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And now I don't know that the the war memorial has always been as visible as it is. We'll have to take um, we'll have to do some research about the war memorial. But it, there's always been a cross there. Um, and that's it. That's the entirety of my background on it. You can continue now, please. All right. That this this absolute testament to God and country mm-hmm. was defaced by scumbag pressure flipping oceanside rocker and entrepreneur <laughs> Justin Figgy Figueroa <laughs> and and we're mad um, it was amazing because there was this moment where where some things came out actually through the NHS camp where um somebody had skated it uh during this um stay at home order and i was like oh fuck they're going to be pissed at at eight baller a uh, different kind of eight baller. Uh, <laughs> too, too fast. <laughs> so, all right, we're moving on. Eric Winkowski skated it, and I was like, "Ah, here comes the outrage. Here we go." It was the it was the patriotic, ever so virtuous right wing dad crowd, and somebody just poached a pressure flip bail from Figgy. Which is kind of insane because I feel like if he would have poached the land, it would have given some perspective onto just how terrible the clip could really be. Yeah. Uh, Bill, Bill, Bill Bender is the guy's name. Shout yeah, out, Bill. Bill. Fake name. Fake name. Yeah, Bill Bender. Love to um, be on the news uh, doing a, a bailed pressure flip. <laughs> 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 
Dude, it's so embarrassing. Like he bails a pressure flip, and he's like, oh, "I gotta go get my board so I can try another pressure flip." <laughs> and he like he like harumps down. He's all figgy. He's all figgy tall and figgy bent over, and it doesn't look like he really wants to be. Oh, there. I love I love figgy. He's fucking but, a ripper. But look, I mean, oh, if yeah. he's just like, "Oh, get it, gotta get the board." And Colin Provost is sitting on the curb, thinking about curbs. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a fine curb skater, but. What I thought was amazing is it's just like, it's the outrage that you would never suspect for skateboarding. <laughs> it's like not a grind. Right. Um, it's like, like, what does it leave behind? Maybe some like dust tracks or something. Yeah, there's some pickup shots of, of, a, of an old man who's like uh, spraying it down with Windex and, and cleaning off the, the marks. Dude, yeah. I think he's a volunteer. He's a volunteer. I think he's a Windex volunteer. I don't know. There's something just so amazing about... Of all the criticisms and like of all the literal destruction we do, that this is the thing that kind of breaks through the noise. Uh, like, you know, I uh, just I don't know what the fucking saying is, but this is the one that like really gets them yeah. because it's like pressure flipping on top of the engraved portraits of they call them war heroes. I don't know what war those people died in, but I imagine a lot I of them are from, from an unjust situation. Well, it's, it's, it's a sorted, it's a, it's a sorted veteran. I mean, <laughs> it sounds like what you're saying is that there should be no war memorials at all, which, which is a uh, bold thing to say on the Thursday night before Memorial day. And if that's, <laughs> if we're going to go there, I think let's, let's get into it. But this was a, this was a, a shared memorial for, um, Miscellaneous. It's like the junk drawer of memorials. From the Revolutionary <laughs> War to today. So yeah. every war. Every war. Yeah. Yeah. He he yeah, he fucking pressured every war and disgraced them. No, um, I just thought it was like the the guy says, Does this piss anybody else off uh, as much as it pisses me off? Period. Yeah. And uh, yeah. he goes, Ho hopefully the cops get them. They were called. They yes. were oh, yeah. they were called. Pass just, it's it's good passive voice. What, maybe we should ask this, because we're either just gonna talk about Colin Provost and cocaine and Figgy and his posture, or what we <laughs> could say is is there is there a consensus on this six person panel? about whether or not we should skate war memorials. Like, is that off limits, Chris? Oh, I thought that was the most on limits place <laughs> he could do the business of making a mess of things. <laughs> Kristen, do you agree? Uh, that there should be limits or not? That we should be able to skate. Do you, do you have any qualms about skating war memorials? I'd feel differently if like our wars weren't like a crock of shit and <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? If, if <laughs> like... You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think there's also a lot of stuff that isn't memorialized that like, I don't know, real things that happened in history that weren't just like a way for like the military industrial complex to like make money. So, you know, I feel like the same way with any public property or whatever. Like, I think if you're going to skate it and you're not going to like actually ruin it, I think it's fine. But if you're obviously like there to break it, that's kind of disrespectful. But I think skating on something is actually like interpreting the structure in a way. And I don't really see... A big problem with it. No. Yeah. I, I don't see it differently than I see like skating private property or skating public property or whatever. This is more on the side of public property. I feel actually. like there's, there's kind of a conflation here between uh, veterans and wars, right? I feel like that there needs to be a distinction there between like veterans and of, heroes and of casualties. wars and, that have died in wars and often like <laughs> imperial conquests, you know, maybe unjustly, maybe they were drafted into those wars. Yeah. Uh -huh. But possible. Well, San Diego is, pretty... is 
Sorry, go ahead. It's a pretty military town, right? That's true. Yeah, San Diego is like, base. yeah, it's yeah. like, inc- but it's also very, and not but, and it's also very uh, conservative leaning politically. You know, um, you, yeah. You know how I ahead. know that um, La Jolla is a military town? Oh. Camp Pendleton? No. Big Brother interview Tough with Eric Cossin, 1992. They asked him how he liked living in La Jolla, and he said, a lot of fucking jarheads. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, wait, Cossin is from La Jolla? He's no, from he, LJ? No, he lived in La Jolla, like when everyone lived in San Diego. Have you not seen Menic Matty? I actually, well, that's, I mean, that's a whole other conversation, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, La Jolla, yeah, yeah. I mean, because there are definitely far more, you know, military uh, centers of San Diego than La Jolla. Like yeah. La Jolla is just the upper crustiest crusty, like the highest. I have possible. a, I have a, some issues about skating monuments because often, like, okay, Vietnam War Memorial on the National Mall in D.C. that was designed by Maya Lin, I think, is like an a actual stunning object piece of public art, yeah. and is. I have no connection to the Vietnam War, but it's a very moving experience walking into that like trench and it's yep. skatable and it would be, I would, it would really fucking bother me for some reason that I can't totally define if someone skated it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and I say this as someone who's spent the last year skating a civil war <laughs> memorial on, <laughs> on the Upper West Side. So like, obviously like I don't have this monolithic approach to it. And I think a lot of war memorials are actually quite shitty, you know, like for yep. up erected for shitty reasons. Um, <clears throat> but I do think there's a, that line of like, well, we're skaters. We should, um, and we have the right to engage with it in this way <clears throat> is, is a very, it's, it's a hard one to draw when you're dealing with other people's trauma, how well, yeah, you want to define it. Exactly. That. Like, it, does the memorial draw in people that are in a period of mourning, you know? Like, the, the, the memorial that you're skating in the Upper East Side, like, there's not there's Upper West Sur- Civil oh, War okay. widows. Two hundred and seventy-five year old widow that goes there every Thursday. Okay. Well, I mean, I would tell people that I would I'd be like, you know, because people would be like, this is a memorial, and I was like, this was built in 1902, and this was like when they were developing Riverside Drive. Like they they weren't really trying to honor these battles because all the veterans were dead anyway, and none of them were living on the Upper West Side. This was to try to make this part of Manhattan look like Paris. Like, right. Um, but yeah. And yeah, I don't know. So I'm, I'm a little more sympathetic to people who would be bothered by it. I'm not anti-skating on whatever we want, but I just think that like, it's not the best look. Yeah. Can I echo that? I, I, I interpreted the question as like, do I have a problem with figgy skating it? Like, no. Yeah. Um, would <laughs> I choose to skate it? Probably not. Uh, I don't really like skating gaps, but also like <laughs> I probably wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't can choose dance, to skate actually. like. Can, uh, can, can I ask a Can I ask a follow up question to Kristen? Um, if you did skate it, would you pressure flip? It? Uh, I got to learn how to pressure flip first, but so, so no, like, yeah. no, you don't. No, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't have a I don't have a problem with it, and and the reason why I don't is because I think there's bigger fish to fry when it comes to taking care of people, and I think like a memorial, a structure should not be should not mean more than like actual human beings, like right now. So you know, yeah. I, yeah. that's that's where I aim my anger. So it's, it's it's or like my passion, I guess. I don't think we should care more about 
you know, a piece of marble or whatever. I think if people want to skate it and interpret it that way, I think that's cool. And I don't think it necessarily means it's disrespectful. I think a lot of times people think we're skating. We're like, I'm going to fucking break this shit. It's like we actually just want to like land our trick within five tries and leave. <laughs> like, yeah. We don't really want to like kick it at this memorial. And yeah, so I've become nastier as I've aged, I think, uh, where <laughs> we we were skating like an angle iron ledge at the college and this just absolute hero of the university, some passerby, he goes, hey, man, do you know that you're actually kind of tearing up the paint on that? And I go, <laughs> yes, intentionally so. <laughs> and that interaction ended super well. <laughs> Went fucking awesome. And my friends were not embarrassed to be associated with me. Um, Take notes, everybody. Out. <laughs> no, he goes, he goes, I was going to be cool about it till you ran your mouth. And I go, you weren't cool about it right when you opened yours. Like, you were no, not. sir. Uh, yeah, you fucking liar. Like, thanks for telling me you were going to bestow grace upon me, but no. Um, what a and, cock. And I, I wonder what his plan plan to be cool about it was. Like, you were like, you know, oh, I didn't know that. Like, yeah, bro, to help you, you are, film. No big deal. Like, want to hug it out? Like, I can <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But you know, though, I, I, I would prefer somebody, though, that will be antagonistic or, like, rude to you, right? Like, I'll prefer that over the person that you see, like, in the corner, like, on a phone, like, clearly, like, ratting you out. Like, I'll fuck with somebody that'll actually speak their mind to you and tell you they don't like that you're skating there over a person that's just gonna be a rat yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i back that but um i think i think one thing to point out that is it's not a it's a fucking terrible spot right like they didn't go there to skate there's no spot there it's a narrow curved marble like wall with a lower curved marble wall and a small gap between them and it's not a fucking it's not pretty it's a, no. it, it's, <laughs> there's the more to this you, story. Like why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is yeah, definitely yeah, there more is to this story. Lot. Like what, what are they doing up there? What are they doing up at the top of Mount Soledad? I don't, also, that's the crew with the most American flag t-shirts yeah. ever. This thing seems a little, like maybe they were trying to be a little too on brand and then they like missed the mark. Do you know what I mean? Like we get it. You're from San Diego and you fucking. Yeah. yeah Kyle's got, like, Kyle's got big Picasso sculpture uh, feelings about this spot. Yeah. yeah th this spot sucks. I mean, it looks like shit on film. It's like, truly, it's so fucking stupid. The trick he was doing was. I mean, maybe we should actually talk about pressure flips. Do you think they were like, they got stoned and they were like, dude, it'd be so funny if we'd like, you know, do you think it was one of those? Like a weird dare? I mean, dare? I don't know. I you got to get up there. You're not just like, you don't accidentally drive by the cross. Like to get up at the top of Mount Soledad, you have to make a deliberate choice to ascend Mount Soledad. Maybe for the, the hill view, bomb? maybe they were getting B-roll. What's No, I... Maybe down the backside. I don't know. Do people bomb? No, Wes Kramer skated it just a second ago. And like I said, when Cal people have just been going there, it's just the spots heat up and cool down. That's a stupid fucking spot <laughs> and a stupid fucking trip. I was going to say, a can we fucking all trip. fucking memorial? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not a great memorial, as you pointed out. Stupid <laughs> You're right. fucking reaction to the skating, too. We're vetoing all, all of this. <laughs> yeah. Starting off this one with a pyre, Canceled. basically. <laughs> Yeah. Who fucking who started the pressure flip renaissance? Uh, oh, was it Elling Jesse Alba? Ellington. Ellington, Ellington did a good one. That, he had yeah. that that ad where he like got in his truck and had planned a whole day, <laughs> and then it turns out he was doing a fucking pressure flip, and you're like, oh, worth it. Yeah, King. Yeah, sorry. Well, I, you can't. Um, you no one's allowed to besmirch Ellington 
in my presence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a great ad. Aside Not even for personal part. reasons? Well, personal, yes, but um, I, <laughs> I don't know the personal as, Ellington. I just know the ideal to which as, I strive every as, day. As somebody with ties to Alaska and Arizona, uh, I will cut any criticism of Eric Ellington. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'm sure he's <laughs> done any fair amount of uh, dumb stuff in his life. Speaking of dumb stuff, like pressure nope, that's a bad way to do that. Let's move on. So I gave half of you my HBO password over the last week so we could engage with some high quality skate content mm-hmm. with the pilot episode, which is kind of like the the first part of a video, I guess. The opener to HBO's Betty from the cast of Skate Kitchen. I don't know about the crew and I should look it's into that. It's the same director Mosberg. and mostly the same people. Moselle? Moselle okay. or Mosberg? Um We heard about it for a while and it finally came out and there is now a show for the skate kitchen and uh, lower east side skate culture at large. If I can be regionally specific and say at large, I don't know. Uh, We all have varying reactions to it, but I would like to start with you guys before I say something (laughs) stupid. Uh, (laughs) Kyle, no, um, no, no! I shouldn't start. Ted's the only one. I definitely want to start. I definitely want to. I I feel like I'm the only one who's like said a lot of things about what I. Ted's the only one that actually like lived there out of all of us. Yeah, that's right. And and knows like a cast member. He lived it in New York too. Oh yeah, Ryan did too. Ryan also. But it wasn't cool when you lived there, Ryan. So Ryan, it's just like that, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's just like that. Um. All right. Keb saw the first episode. What did you think? Damn, I'm getting picked on this this episode. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I learned some things. Uh, some of the things I already knew, I guess. I feel like it's pretty accurate to certain things. Like, there's always going to be, like, a creepy dude in a van with a girl that will, like, smoke you out. Um, also, the girl that you meet that day at the skate park is more likely to help you find your backpack that you lost than your entire squad of bros you rolled up with. Um, Lessons learned. Yep. Lessons learned. Uh, no, but I mean, people at LES skate park are really good at skating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. LES skate park is actually really fun. It's kind of fun to watch people skate there too. I like it. False. Um, all right. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Jesus, wow. man. She's wow. there's a offering there's her a, opinion. There's a, there's a ramp it's to not flat untrue. there, so I have a great time. Yeah. yeah, I can't skate that park. Continue though, Kristen. <laughs> Everything here is too small. Yeah, I was about to say it's too small Where's for Tempe? you. Wow, <laughs> yeah. oh, this this pyramid's not ten feet tall and and vertical. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. Where I Nolly knows what. Where is the hang time? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, no, I mean I saw the skate kitchen and that was kind of a letdown. I think mostly just because I think leading up to it, I just was I just was anticipating something different. And I think when I watched this, my expectations were a lot lower kind of going into it and I actually thought that the show at least I saw the first episode uh the show is a little bit better than I thought the Skate Kitchen movie was I I think obvious things like these people are not like very seasoned actors so that's you know going to be a little rough um but the skate is cool like the skateboarding aspect I guess it's I should say and some of those small anecdotes are things that I've experienced or know exist in skateboarding so it's pretty cool um I did think it was interesting. Uh, Nina Moran actually uh, did the facilitators training that I did with NC- NYC Skate Project uh, a couple years ago. And I noticed that uh, she used the techniques that I taught her. <laughs> so I was like, nice. pretty what did you on teach that. her? I was like, yes. Uh, one thing that we do at Skate Like a Girl, actually, you can see it on my shirt here. 
See the arm mm. and arm? Like a lot of people like hold somebody's fingertips, but like the way that we teach people to do it is like this. So it's like really oh, strong. Hell yeah. 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 Just cause I don't know. I've eaten shit teaching people how to skateboard before. <laughs> They'll like drag you down. So if you hold their arms, it's a little bit more secure. So um, huh. yeah, I thought it was interesting. You know, it's definitely not my history growing up skating, but I'm interested to watch more, I guess. I'm pretty neutral on it, I think. Can it's we not talk story, about how yeah. fucking phenomenal Janae is at She's acting though? Good. Yeah, I... Uh, I think there's there may be a divide or a five to one split here uh, on who was doing the heavy lifting there. But I thought I thought the the bright spot of the show, um, at least three episodes in, is uh, is Janae, and I I don't know the skater's name who portrays her. Is is her name Janae? I don't know if these are. I don't know how they choose names. I think they've changed names often, <laughs> except for Honey Bear. Wasn't it? Wasn't her name Moon Bear? And now it's Honey Bear in the season. Moon Bear. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you're still yeah. there. Oh shit. Do I have to talk yeah, about yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> you started I talking. It. I enjoy. I know. God damn it. Uh, I actually I was pleasantly surprised. I um, yep. I found I kind of liked the chill ambience of it, and yep. I had also seen it having watched or having read you know, the, um, a few different back and forths about it online. And so I was like, I kind of knew that, okay, maybe I shouldn't, ex I'm, it's not going to represent my experience at all. Yep. And that's, that's great. My experience is boring and sad. Um, <laughs> 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 all right. I, fucking, but you know, you know, Camille sure. or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we're on a, on a, on a different first name basis. Um, you actually know Rochelle and, uh, I think that's kind of interesting because I have no I have no avenue into this show other than skateboarding, obviously. Yeah. Um, but you were you mean yeah it, yeah you weren't her um her art history teacher a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> what among us. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be funny when episode four has like an art history teacher who's just like talking on his phone to himself. Damn, y'all are lighting me up, um, yeah. dude. Nobody, um, nobody, no unlit friends on this show. Yeah, yeah. everybody all gets lit. Get, all friends get lit. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You were able to get into it. I mean, was it because of the expectations, or was it because you kind of like reserved? I I don't know, like what. Yeah, like how do you get okay? Because I, I I was like blocked out the, from the show. Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like I had a dream the other night that I was on a raft with Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David, and Larry David had dyed his like hair. It was like longer, and it was dyed black. And I woke up in tears. <laughs> hmm. The good one died. So I think I just missed. That the is sad. No, no, no. He. I just miss New York super bad. And like, so like any like footage of people being young and free and a cool place. And like, yeah, I'm like, Oh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. But no, I, I, I also, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Um, I also think that it is very hard. It would be very difficult to like find to neutrally watch this show if you're a skateboarder. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. and I think that what, the show is actually not trying to directly confront any of like the sort of like, like it hasn't talked to, like it hasn't been like, Oh, what white girls do this or something like that. It hasn't like said like, this is a show about race. This is a show about sexuality, mm -hmm. you know? And I think it's just sort of has treated it all these things that probably people were looking to the, to the show 
to to address, it has treated those very casually, and I kind of appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I don't like, and I, I I don't know. I mean, it's not like this is how skateboarding is, and and like this is how all skaters are. Right. Um, I definitely like you know I I agree that the performances need some work, but I also sort of think like, um, I you get these little inklings of of the people's personalities and they're quirky and sort of awkward and weird. And I kind of like that. Alex, as somebody who um, knows the, the setting and, and backstory of the auteur of mid nineties, uh, <laughs> I don't know where the fuck I'm going with this. You can just ask her what she thinks. We don't. Yeah. She how do you fucking a... like this yeah. shit? I think the, the underlying feeling with me, like I hate to admit is I'm a little bitter. Like, First of all, I didn't experience. Mm. Yeah. Should have been fucking Northern <laughs> Should have been Santa Cruz Park. Villa no Villa one Cole. surfs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so bummed. <laughs> I've just become that bro on Men City. Um, I didn't experience my 20s like that. They were full of uh, like heartache and uh, early marriage and kids and. Uh, the things that kind of like are idolized in skateboarding right now, especially around like 20 somethings like this, like the kind of casualness and like your life can just revolve around that shit. Like my life was fucking super serious. Like since I've been, since I got Mm. out of high school. So I like, so I, I like, and also I work in the skate industry and like, I kind of pander to this interest all the time. And like this, like this love of the freedom and like the self expression and, and, um, maybe I'm just a little bitter that I never got to experience it myself. So, so watching yeah. the show, like I, I, I do like, um, I like seeing young people like, and even when I watch like broad city and shit like that, like I can't imagine people just being like without kids at 25. Like, <laughs> Oh, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you about this other HBO show. I know, called fuck girls, girls yeah. like that shit too. Like I just, I don't know. I just, uh, for some reason, like I, I get to experience it in snippets. Like when I got to go to like wheels of fortune was like my little outlet around that kind of stuff. But so I know where the, like the love of that comes, but I'm like, man, like, I guess like their whole lives is kind of like revolve around this and like all they care, like the biggest drama is that like they got in a, like a weird me too fight or I don't know. It's just like the stuff that seems very inconsequential and that it's kind of a nice escape to just focus on that. I don't know, especially right now when everything feels so serious, I'm enjoying it like third episode in a little bit more. The first one I was just left kind of baffled. And then, um, and I yeah. love how they called the autumn bowl, the winter bowl and the, like the <laughs> Dude, <laughs> little yeah. tiny, you know, just using like, you know, I don't know. That's what makes me so paranoid when I watch <laughs> this show, because I know that they're just like tweaking things right off from reality. So I'm like, who's yeah, that? Fucking yeah. You're wondering who the, filmer? is that supposed to be Bill Strobuck? <laughs> like, like the guy in the van? That's what I'm fucking freaking out. There's no, a question. No, I'm guy, sorry. I'm sorry. No. But what? Like, what is that impulse? Like, is it because the, uh, the the bowl there is called Winter Bowl that we also think that these people are representative of real people? Like, where does that well, instinct come they, from? They as are a real viewer? people, though. Yeah, it seems they are very real people. Like, they're a real scene. Yeah. Well, that's what's t- that's when I start to like tweet. When I start to <laughs> Ted from a dark room bring the show. I'm. <laughs> um, this lighting does not make me You don't me look, look any like a conspiracy sane. theorist at all. <laughs> at, least we, at least we can't see your weird grip tape art on your closet door. Yeah, thanks for shutting the closet. Fucking, I tried to shut, doesn't matter. Your house Fucking, is haunted. No, when you start to, when when things go like a sci-fi or something, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe this is vaguely anecdotal about like America or capitalism or uh, 
racism or xenophobia or something, I'll go like, oh, cool allegory, man. Like, I won't, I won't make this like, there's no George Bush in this. Like, it's just like leader. Yeah. Um, but when you're, when the details are so close and, and the attempt at the show is to not to do it anecdotally, but to reflect reality and kind of explore the psychological landscape of actual human beings doing actual things that in an actual place, like it's New York, it's not called, uh, you know, Gotham. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gotham. Freedom. yeah it's, exactly. <laughs> Where you're from and, right now. <laughs> like they're knockoff Supreme shirts, right? They're not knockoff. Um, so it's like Supreme is in this universe, but Autumn Bowl isn't. Well, so, I, I just so, want to make a so correction. Your beef is with verisimilitude. Is, is the, is it is with verisimilitude, but not regarding the sound design, because that's typically where that word shows up in Ooh, production. Tim Ward is going to love this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ted. What were you saying? Uh, there is a winter bowl. Really? Oh, okay. Uh oh. Yeah. 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 Thank you, resident that New Yorker. That makes it worse for me. <laughs> thank. Well, thank you for clarity. <laughs> and and the and like the I've noticed that they do some kind of bit casting where like the dude in the van is like that's how that guy pretty much is in real life. So he's not yeah. like being Bill. He's being yeah. uh, who he is. He's like a sort of he was like a famous party blogger. Um, okay. And part of the joy of like f- films like Slacker or Kids is that like they like those people are those people, and like you can go to that cafe or you can go to that bookstore. Yeah, you but, can meet but that JFK conspiracy theorist. Ted, you're saying right now that this isn't part of the joy for you. It sounds like for you that's creating a, a great viewing anxiety. Like, yeah, it is. All right, so I think because I, it's gonna show all okay. these fucking scumbags. No, that no, no. Maybe stop, I like stop, their stop. videos. What <laughs> what we have here is a show that is. Um, narratively and in terms of the world that it's building, doing a whole lot of in-between stuff. And that makes people uncomfortable, right? It is not clearly about race. It's not, I mean, it's, it's sure spending a lot of time unpacking some of the nuances of gender dynamics at a skate park, but so far it's not like it's about being a girl, right? The show doesn't seem really to be about any one thing yet, except maybe like this space and these people interacting with skateboarding as their sort of glue. Now, so I think there are several things in this show that make us uncomfortable because it hasn't really settled into being one thing or the other. Like the plot of the first episode is totally ridiculous, right? Like not only are they running around New York and becoming friends but by some like magical like like homing device for the missing backpack there's also this like again a van where you can just go in there and get stoned and time sort of ceases and so on like there's so much about this show that is disinterested in realism and so disinterested in presenting like really what it's like psychologically to be in Camille's position or in, in a young woman who's uh, discovering that she might have desires for women. And how, how do I voice that? Like, that's not really what we're getting at. That stuff's all there, but it's, it's not super interested in really exploring that stuff closely. And I guess my point is that like, that's okay. Like, I'm not disappointed in the show for not getting in and showing me real characters using skateboarding to become better, you know, stronger and more self-assured people. Like, I don't know that I need that heavy handedness. I think what it's doing is just sort of grazing over a whole bunch of shit. I could go on for hours, so I'll stop here. But like, 
yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable show because it's not doing it's not doing the things we expect it to like make a decision mm-hmm. about. Like I, I stand by my positive exchange or positive response to it, but. I want to ask, did y'all ever call non-male skaters and mostly female skaters Bettys? Nope. No. Okay, so that's, that's okay, so Crystal Moselle, who's the director, she's about my age. In the late 80s, like, there were skate Bettys. Like, right. that, that, this is something yeah. you'd read about in Thrasher. And I think it's kind of, intru- I think there's a weird thing where it's like, I think the director, Crystal, is sort of letting the nostalgic freedom of her youth inflect mm-hmm. the narrative and sort of seeing that in this group of skaters so that no one says Betty like no one, you know so there's there is and I, again I, I think I'm falling into the trap Kyle of like trying to perceive some reality to this show yeah, yeah. Well, but I also just sort of think like if it isn't saying these things and the performances aren't amazing <laughs> right you know it is visually very beautiful and you do sometimes get this wonderfully wistful like feeling of the magic of skateboarding and like how wonderful it is to roll through a city, which I think is very important and hasn't, and few shows have gotten, gotten right. Right. But, um, yeah, I think the, what leaves me wanting is, is being like, wait a second, like no one's saying Betty. So why, why did, why use that? You know, is, is the director and are the writers like imposing their, thing onto this too much. I do think that there's there's this weird thing. I just heard somebody vape. Sorry, me. Uh, <laughs> Still can't kick it up your ear, and I'm so sorry that Ben City has like me vaping in the background sometimes, but it wouldn't be. At least I'm not cigarettes. Is, and I'm going to include the sorry. vape sound. Um, uh, although I've just been kind of critical this whole time, uh, I actually enjoyed the show um, mm-hmm. quite a bit um, in, in that I, I went to New York for four or five weeks when I was, I don't know, probably 27, but let's make me younger for the sake of the story, 22. And, uh, and we just had five weeks to fuck off. And there were these kind of like nights that are like saturated with that, like weird glowy moisture in the air that like is not in the desert. And it's like this kind of like, I don't know, ethereal majesty of the city can like kind of sink in when you're just kind of like zoning on the roof with your homies And there were moments of that and maybe it's in the van or, but like when they're all just like laying down in the bowl and like, like the girl just had her first day at the skate park where it didn't go so Zen. And then they're like kind of finding those moments. And, and it's more just like about like kind of the atmosphere of like soaking in just like the meandering lifestyle of fucking off with your friends in New York. And that is like, that's like the, kind of the entry point to me in, in, in as far as like it reflects my reality and it evokes some, some relatability, but the, the moving on to the, my main criticism is that, or, or, or where I think I get blocked out is that I don't, as a skateboarder, I still have this impulse to like kick out things. Like don't make a show about skateboarding. We have our own shows. They're called skate videos. Like (laughs) don't. And, and what, when I do watch a show, I actually am realizing that I'm prioritizing good acting and believable performances that sell me the world more than I am seeing my own community being lifted up into the ranks of performers and, you know, shows and stuff. And, and I don't know if that makes me a traitor or not, but very selfishly, I just think that, that I wanted it's weird because I want it both ways. Like when Jaden Smith is skating shittily, but acting better than most of the people around him, I'm like, they should have just casted a better skater because whatever. 
But when the skaters are not as good as the actors I like, I'm like, they should just cast better actors. And I feel like there's a weird tension there that I don't know if it's unfair, but I don't know if you guys cared. Yeah, I guess I'd rather have like real skateboarders in like this type of performance and the other way around. Like I was sort of trying to think about it in a different context. And I don't know, my dad's been an airplane pilot for like 30 years or something. And every time we watch a movie with like a scene where the airplane might crash, he's like, Oh, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's bullshit. That's Hollywood. You know? So it's kind of funny. It's like, you can't have it both ways. You know what I mean? If they would have had a real pilot, it would be a horrible movie. (laughs) uh, He's like, everything's all good. And now it works. (laughs) Yeah, we'll, we'll just land. <laughs> yeah, I think the part that feels hard for me is that, and I'm trying to let go of this, but there's not a lot of representations of like women in skateboarding. And in my yeah. opinion, there's some like really solid women that like rip that are like amazing. And I would so much rather them have a spotlight like an HBO show or something like that. Like, I would mm-hmm. rather watch a show about Vanessa Torres and Samari Vard and Leo than this show. But like, so there's like a little bit of resentment there that I'm like, dude, but there's like some like really legit people I want to hear more from and I want to give them more. And I'm just kind of like, why this, I guess, because I'm operating from a mentality of like scarcity of representation. And it's like, it hurts a little bit mm-hmm. to be like, it sucks. It, it doesn't suck. It's cool. Right. Like, it's cool for them. But, um, it's just hard when like that's the representation of like a woman skateboarder and I have like my auntie like DMing me on Facebook being like, hey, have you seen this show yet? Or like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's just a little bit yeah. hard at, and I work really hard to create an accessible and equitable skate culture like through like the work that I do professionally and like I really care about making skateboarding something that like anybody can access and join and be a part of like I don't think there should be any barrier to entry and I just worry that like a show that's effectively like the movie kids but like 2020s version and like center around girl skateboarding is like potentially going to have create issues with like parents wanting to let their kids become skateboarders potentially or whatever so I don't know I'm just kind Mm -hmm. of still like grappling with that and again just trying to let go of my personal like resentments you know and, and more just let them have their moment I guess are the people yeah, in yeah. the show not real skateboarders or are they? No, they just, are. They are. Oh. They are. Well, that yeah. that kind of seems to me to be like, like a, when, when you're talking about Vanessa Torres or Leo, it's like, I don't really feel like we need to like prioritize technically skilled skateboarders, you know, like if they're representing skateboarding because they're actually real skaters and they understand the experience of, you know, going from LES to a bodega and it's starting to rain like that. I don't know. I, I, that feels okay to me but maybe not for you well i just meant like i feel like they're more real to me as skateboarders they're more present in like the scene that i would consider mine and so like these people that i don't really know as well like getting this huge light on them and i don't i don't know them as well as not as connected you know so because they're kind of just in new york right like they don't really like go out to they don't come to like wheels of fortune for instance or something like like they don't come to like other like events yeah. and stuff so they're kind of they're kind of their own bubble you know what i mean so it's 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 yeah. not like they're like a rival crew but they're just like a different like crew and their experience is so different and so when there's not a lot of representations of like skateboarders mm-hmm. it's like for me it'd be more it can feel here yeah it doesn't I, it doesn't i'm just trying to let go of the fact that like it has to be my experience or relatable to my experience because a lot of people are like you're a girl that skates there's girls that skate on hbo you should love it right or like you should relate to that yeah. i'm like i relate to aspects of it but like not all of it you know so I'm just kind of mm-hmm. grappling so guess, with that. I guess one of the things that I'm finding super uh, rewarding about it is the fact that like if you if 
I think the points that everyone is making are really good. I really actually love Alex's point that none of them are surfers, which is a um, but, like, but like the thing, the thing that I think it gets particularly right. And this is where I, I think I get into like, you know, I don't think we should be watching this show like these are real people in a real city. Like to me, the show works yeah. best when I think of it as a kind of like allegorical, like kabuki theater, you know, like yeah. what's going on here. It, it won't have the normal rhythms of conversation. It's, it's not, it's not, I, I don't think that I'm going to be rewarded by holding a rigid, like realism uh, frame up yeah. to this show and being like, it does it work or does it not? Like the thing I like about it is that it seems to be getting some, getting at some super interesting things about skateboarding, right? Like there's that little mini speech when Kurt gets stoned in the van and she's like, yo, it's not about tricks. Like when did everyone decide it was about tricks? Um, like, I like that. I like that. I like that mm -hmm. as like a basic, basic philosophical question about skateboarding. Like who the fuck decided this is about tricks? And the, in the second episode, when the filmer guy, who we don't know yet, like morally where exactly he stands. He's kind of set up as like a, like maybe a bad dude, but then he seems in episode three. To I kind of I'm be like feeling so protective over my former student. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 right. I'm like, stay away dude, from him. The, but like <laughs> when, 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 when he that, puts his blazers on her thigh, I'm like, yeah, I would. No, 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 no. <laughs> Before that though, at the skate park, right? So he's like the filmer, but he's also like, he ollies, he does some ollie out of a bank to flat, like maybe over a trash can that's down sideways, but I think it might've just been a cone that was sideways. And he mm -hmm. fucking steezes the landing, like the biggest prat, like yeah. just such a like, little he, shit. Yeah. I was like, that's perfect. That is exactly how that kid in my head lived, like, <laughs> ollie over this not high thing. And then sort of like, like kind of let his hip go a little. And he's like, Oh yeah. And I, like yeah. that, that's super legit. And that to me is way more interesting than like, how are they delivering their lines? Like, do I believe in this character? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. How are, how are we developing the, you know, their goals and their desires show don't tell it's like good storytelling. Like I'm not, super here for this to be a compelling narrative uh, event i want to see like how, what are, what are they doing with skateboarding and so far I, I in my like sort of litmus test they're doing great with skateboarding i think it is, <laughs> I, I think it is an interesting question of like well how why did hbo decide to make the like I'm I'm Dude, pretty curious about well, green lighting this show i don't understand my, how my they guess. did it 3 times in a row like props to them this is no doubt <laughs> no yeah. doubt awesome. they have like Got the ear of someone. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it was a short um, film, then it was Skate Kitchen, the movie, and then now they have a show, yeah. and it's basically all the same plot. Which, oh, I didn't know there which was is, a Which is like yeah. people lose things and have to get them If you back. haven't seen the Mew Mew <laughs> like collab, that's the best of all of their work. Yeah. When I first what saw that, it? I was it's like, really hell pretty. yeah. So beautiful. And then I hit them up and did an interview with them. And skate, which is like couple, couple episodes or issues wait, ago. Wait, what is That's that? like you exactly what you're talking else? about. Liking uh, Mew Mew, the designer did a collab with the Skate Kitchen, and it was just like this super mm -hmm. visual piece. Oh, yeah, I did that, see that's that. like they're yeah. skating Les, and they're wearing like crazy outfits. Yeah, that's like actually it's like, about like meeting up and having yeah. solidarity with your girlfriends and skating yeah, yeah. and shit and toxic bros. Doesn't Rochelle do like a power slide up on some dude? And Maybe. That? She like comes up behind him and like power slides real quick. I and can't remember, but that seems, Maybe. yeah. The the skate park hero jock in me is pretty stoked to see uh, how much better Rochelle has gotten at skating and it makes it like infinitely more enjoyable because like whatever I follow her on Instagram and I'm like, 
Oh, sick. Yeah, cool. Like, she's fucking. I feel like she's totally been hella good like for like five years. I don't know yeah, what you're talking been, about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only started following her maybe two years ago, but I, I don't know. Maybe I only see little snippets, but I thought in the show, at least like, I don't know, just like her, like she just looks like super solid and confident and shit, which is like, I don't know. Not, not like it's not helpful to see somebody. Um, I just remember watching Skate Kitchen, like Jaden Pinkett, Jaden, Jaden Smith, Jaden Pinkett. <laughs> Jada. Probably, my Mom. brain's fucked. Jada Bacon Jada? Is his wife. Fuck this. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> and it's just, I remember when uh, the karate kid rolls into the ramp and it like he's kind of clunky with it. I'm like, oh, that's kind of fucking annoying. But uh, just seeing Rochelle just kind of have, you know, confidence and good style and shit. It was like, oh, this is fucking cool. I like this. Um, and I also hate kids. I, that's what I wanted to say. Holy about shit. Uh, I watched that movie like a million times. I don't know if I hated or loved it. No. It was the first indie (laughs) film I ever saw, and it was right when I got into skating, and I've hated it. I've seen it maybe five times, and it sucks every time for new. (laughs) I haven't seen it in 20 years. It's really hard to see after 20 years. I'll I'll put it that way. Yeah, it ages it, it's aged. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder about that <laughs> versus aged. now. Uh, I was just talking um, to Anthony Papalardo about he's doing like a article about the progression of like skateboarding, like women's skate videos, and then up to credits. You know, going back to like getting nowhere faster, and beyond that, striking fear in the heart of teenage girls, which is like ninety nine. I think about like putting Betty up against kids in the same light, Oof. like like yeah. yeah. I did too. I mean, it's hard to escape that. They both kind of, in some way, fetishize the vagrant nature of, like, mm-hmm. city skating, of city skaters. Like, just look at these kind of, like, like I said, like, kind of libertines. Like, they're not playing by the rules. They're, they're like, they'll smoke your drugs. They're also, like, and this is just something I'm <clears throat> super unfamiliar with, but they both sexualize skateboarding in a way that, um, like, has never really not been my experience meaning like like the thing that i found most shocking which i don't think is shocking at all is um you go to the skate park to pick someone up <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. like I, that's just not that was not my experience because there were very seldom people that <clears throat> like were female in in my skate spaces when i was that age yeah um and and i still to this day have this like weird hang up about it so and i and I, there was like this so when i first watched kids like when i was 18 in 1995 i was a virgin the fucking aids thing the rape thing all that shit over my head really yeah oh. like yeah. i they like were just I was, looking i was just like no i was just like i mean i knew what was happening but i it yeah. like um the fear of that this could happen to me or that i could be someone that could do something like this was not on the, it was so, I was just like, oh shit, that's LeVar. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and so like the, I think that honestly the most, the strangest thing for me about this show is, is like how, uh, sort of like one's romantic life and one's like sexual life are like entwined in this activity activity, which for me, they've always been very, very separate. I second that completely. I think that's a really, really good observation. I do wonder like, I don't know, like Kristen, I keep coming to you with like, Hey, 
how are kids today? <laughs> what are kids like? <laughs> yeah, like, how, you no, know, like, I, I hit up Chris because I was like, like hey, how quickly do people learn kickflips? These, you know, because I, I have oh, a very. Let's pivot it, into that combo. <laughs> no, I just, you know, I, I have yep. no concept of, and, and it's very easy when you're sitting where we are to be like, oh, kids learned how to kickflip these days in like two days. And it's like, I don't know that that really does us any good. Um, so, you know, I guess, like, Kristen, do you see that in when you're around younger skaters is like is the sort of social component that Ted's speaking of that bleeds into like a sexual energy? Like, do you see that at at the park and among like the youth? Because um, I think Ted's totally right. That's not that was ne- that like skating was over here and then like social life was over here. Yeah, I think it's so much different for kids now. I think like skateboarding is so much more normal. Like, and it's like normal to be a variety of different things. You don't have to only be a skater. Like you mentioned uh, tennis earlier. I played tennis, but I hid that from all my skater friends and my family always wanted to play tennis at the courts right next to the skate park. And I like refused, like nobody, you know what I mean? Like I just (laughs) grew up like being like, I'm a skateboarder, like, you know, and I think that goes with like sexuality and gender expression and things like that as well too. I think the landscape is so different. Like, uh, like the other day, like a young person, I, th- I think they're like under the age of 12. They're like, Hey, they like posted on their Instagram. They're like, Hey, I'm non-binary. I'm coming out. I don't know how to do this, but I wanted to come out to my friends and everybody was commenting back like other like little 12 year old, like dudes and girls and whoever, like all different kids were like, Hey, that's really cool, man. And I'd like click their profile and it's just some like young kid, you know? And it's like, it's interesting, you know? Um, so I just think like, it's so much more fluid now. It's so much more open, um, kids can express themselves in different ways. And so, yeah, I think there's a, in our generation or, or older generation skating, like skating was just like a very strictly like platonic thing that was like, we only did with our friends and it was like an athletic or casual or I don't know, like social thing. And then like the rest of our lives was so different. And now I think it's like, you can, there's so many different ways to be a skateboarder. There's so many different possibility models in skateboarding. And so it's, it's just so much more different now. Like it's, you don't, not all skaters dress like the same way or something like that. You know, it's like so different yeah, and broad. Yeah. So I think that bleeds into yeah, sexuality feel, as well. I feel like there are a lot of people who enter skateboarding as like a lifestyle. And whereas when we grew up skating, it was more like going to the gym, you know, like you, you went to go perform and practice and yeah. there wasn't, I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, I guess the, the, like if you watch kids, like that would suggest otherwise, but that was not my experience. It was like, I hung with people who are like hardcore skaters that wanted to skate every waking moment that they weren't in school, you know? Yeah. We did have a good loading dock. <laughs> um, <laughs> the last thing that I had to say about it was like, I have a, I, I feel like when I watch this show, you know, and it's just a good exercise to do in your regular life is like, I always have to like check my experience um, with what's happening inside the show. And again, Kyle, you know, like I should actually reserve way more of my experience in watching it um, mm. instead of just constantly trying to map things on to how I have seen reality. Mm. But there's the instance where a dude runs into the girl trying her first day. This is an episode two, so I don't know if you've seen it, Kristen, but basically a guy runs into um, the, uh, I forgot the character's name. She's got the bleached eyebrows. She's in the van smoking weed. Um, and uh, and the dude just starts like getting super aggro with her, and then Kurt or Kirk comes over because I can't hear well. I don't know what the last consonant is. Um, 
comes over and basically starts giving him shit. He starts giving her shit, calls her the B word. It's a whole thing. And the whole skate park doesn't really turn on him. Like all the bros come over to like, kind of like keep the peace or something. Uh, and my girlfriend was talking about it. And she's like, dude, it's so fucked up what girls have to go through at the skate park. And I was like, yeah, I have never seen that. But I know amongst my friends, anytime, like being a macho, like, loser when some when you just innocently run into anybody of any ability level that's like the easiest way to kook it is to like lose your cool and like like i was like dude if there was a guy like that at the park where i have been for quite a while i was like that dude would be the biggest kook in the park like not the girl ever and so i was curious a little bit like how moments like that kind of um resonate with I, i don't know if that's like an artifact of a bygone time or, or am I just like horribly insulated with like softer people? Is that like a East coast thing though, to be like more like aggressive or something? I don't know. Maybe it's, yeah, I've never explained. Mike V is from the East coast, right? (laughs) Mike V. (laughs) Maybe. I mean, to me, man, again, it comes down to like, I think, I think that the right way to, or not the right way. I think for me, a productive way to view that scene is as, as much more about this. Exploring the, the tension between them and not yeah, a literal. Like it's, thing. it's hyperbole. Like, I mean, what Kurt does when she comes over, she just calls him pussy over and over again. She's like, you're a yeah. pussy, 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 pussy. And it's like, that's, that's not a, that's not a deescalation. Right. And Kurt clearly is not a character who deescalates, but and also I respect that. Right. But also <laughs> like, I think the show in having Kurt just say pussy over and over again and just clearly only go at this dude in that sort of um, gendered way and emasculation of this guy, like to hurt him uh, is a signal to us that the show might be more interested in like, again, like this maybe isn't the most realistic situation, but like what we're getting at here is that there is, there is a tension sometimes between genders at skate parks or between uh, people who perform gender in this way and people who perform gender this way, like, and ownership and power dynamics, we all know are part of the skate park. And I think that was a very um, dramatic and maybe even melodramatic way to like very clearly show like power dynamics at a skate park are fucked up. There's yeah. always a group yeah. that has them. And then there's always a group that is like on mm-hmm. the perimeter, uncomfortable and like feels very hesitant. And here's why, because they're afraid of this very thing happening. And so again, yeah. like whether that, that scene would really play out, I think is not really the point here. The point is yeah. very quickly, we're going to show like the skate park can be a dangerous place for these kind of people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think it's successful. In yeah. That. And I, I think that's one of the good things that it shows, you know, like uh, I yeah. have like my opinions about like the sex, drugs and rock and roll vibes of these, you know, the skate kitchen and all that stuff and what they portray in that way. But I think what they really do well at is presenting kind of those general themes of tension and things like that and how, you know, there's a diverse representation of people. But, you know, it's it's definitely inequitable, you know, the the space that people get to occupy. And I think that's that's something that I think it yeah. transcends the skate park. You know, I think people can relate to that outside yeah. too. So I think that's kind of cool. Also, uh, I've, I've heard as I've, uh, gotten older, uh, that our group was, uh, I'd like to think of us as soft people, but, uh, from skaters in the scene, they were like, Oh no, you guys are totally unapproachable. And I was like, fuck, I thought we were the nerds. Damn right. it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, sweet. I think we have gone in and around this subject. All right, let's get rid of a few things. If we have them, Alex, 
what goes on right now um stickers on spots 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 are so few and far between and people throwing up their fucking paper stickers with their tag name on it or whatever the shit that they're putting all over it uh it feels really offensive right now because we don't have very much to deal with. So please don't put your stickers up on the spots and blow them up. Alex, did someone sticker your beautiful? They tried curves? to. I, I tore it. I tore it oh, off. I know. It's, bless your, it's the DMV. It. Like, don't put stickers on the trash cans and everything there. Like, who the fuck is yes. doing that? Like, please don't do that. Uh, please. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Second. <laughs> Cosign. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I will help you lift those stickers into the <laughs> <Thank> pyre. <you. laughs> I don't think that we should have to in the year 2020 funeral pyre a fucking pressure flip. But I think I would really love if incredibly talented and p- paid skateboarders would stop doing this fucking Even trick Frankie on war memorials, <laughs> on war memorials, on flat ground, downstairs with a wink in their eye and an elbow in your fucking ribs. I don't care. I just, I can't believe people are doing pressure flips again. When the, when the quirky tricks become serious. (laughs) Fuck, man. I wish Como 10 news or whatever interviewed you and you're just like, I can't believe you did a pressure flip. (laughs) (laughs) This crosses the line. Yeah. I'm going to edit that into the Instagram video. Do it. I love it. That's a disgrace. It's a it's disgrace. A disgrace. Trick. It's a fucking disca- disgraceful <laughs> trick. Can I tell you a really quick story about San Diego? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So I'm at a I'm at a San Diego Padres game, and the Padres are a, a historically middling baseball team, right? It's not they're they're not good. They're they've never been good. Um, I'm at a San Diego Padres game with uh, a friend who had good seats, and we're down behind behind. Uh, I, I don't home know. Plate? Like we're about forty rows. Thank you. We're about forty <laughs> rows up behind home plate, and it's the bottom of the ninth. And the Padres are down by one. They've got two runners on. They bring up. You know, the winning run is on on the base pass. So all we got to do is knock them in. And me and my buddy are up and standing. And the people behind us asked us to sit down because we were obstructing their view and these were these were totally able-bodied people they just didn't want to stand <laughs> and i was like yo this is it this is the reason this is why we pay for these tickets so that we can exude our enthusiasm and they were they were having nothing of it and they called the usher because they wanted us to sit down and that to me is san diego <laughs> fucking nutshell <laughs> <laughs> I hope the cops arrest them. We called them. Yeah, we called them. Oh, we called them. Oh, we called them. Oh, my God. Mine is Fast Plants. We're not going to talk about it. That's it. I don't need to say anything else. Fast I'm tired. Good. Yeah, I got I'm done a, with them. I haven't I'm even so learned them, them yet. <laughs> don't, don't. Skip it. If, if, uh, Great one to skip. yeah, I, it's, it's fucking insane how many Fast Plants I've seen this month. And I've just, they're, they're all vaguely kind of at coping level and like, not that you need to extend everything like an eighties vert skater, but I'm just like, they all seem just kind of like, they're just like hobbyists and eighties fetishists and I'm okay with them. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Well done. Efficient. Nice. Um, I got, oh, uh, oh, go Ryan. Go ahead, no, I don't have one yet. <laughs> Please go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Think quick. Skate tools without re-threaders. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, what are that? What is that? That's what not a skate tool. Been putting together boards all day long, and when we have all these, uh, sorry to throw you under the bus, Alex, but we got a bunch of Bronson tools. <laughs> I'm not the team and- for Bronson. 
Spitfire Jewel too. Alex White yeah, represents you know, all of NHS. NHS uh, yeah, it's a whole NHS solidarity thing. But yeah, the no no rethreader on that skate tool. Just There's a bearing saber. Dude, dude here's what fucking sucks: the reflex tool that's got a great rethreader has like a big cylinder for the hardware. So it's like you can't get it around your hanger. Yes. The Spitfire tool has an amazing thin rod and then it expands out for the like the three eighths. Yeah. And and then no no rethreader. It's like mm-hmm. fuck. Jim. <laughs> the reflex tool is patented and you can't copy it. Just FYI. So you, I you, you can't hmm. I know. Fuck. <laughs> So that's why you got all these shitty tools because of patent law. Okay. Sorry. I'll just send you some new trucks, Ryan. We're <laughs> the kids. There, I'm sitting on there, like 6,000 pa- Teenage there, Mutant Ninja Turtle crooks right now that are going to skate after school. Oh, let's go. Fucking let's go. Dude, the kids will be psyched. Sick. Cool. That's what you're yeah, getting in a huge yeah. box. Tim, Ward, you ready? <laughs> all right. Anybody else? I'm eating a JoJo into the microphone because I've just. Can I vape now? <laughs> This is the ASMR yeah. segment <laughs> of Vent City. Chris, you got it. Does Ted no? have one? I'm, I'm ha- Ted, you love everything in skating. <laughs> yeah, Ted, I'm, can happy. We, I'm happy with everything. Can we just Ted? Really what, nice what switch backside flip. Yeah, that was three. God yeah. damn it, Kyle! Oh I literally God. was just about to say that. Kyle. Oh I was like, God. Dude, it was of, so good. Can we get it rid of the pyre so and just good. talk about the fact that Ted switched backside flipped up a three stair in dunk highs? No, Jordans. Jordans, bro. Jordans. Oh Come my on, man! God. This episode sponsored by Nike. How are you gonna fuck us like Nike that? Nike and Jessup, thank you so much for sponsoring that. <laughs> thank you so much, hey, man. Yeah. I, I like anybody who uh, who approaches stairs the same way as the center. That's fucking tight, dude. That was it. Was really clean. It was it really good. Really yeah. That was a nice. I day. was more into the switchback Smith, the super dipped one, but yeah, I but he has those. He, I mean, not to blow they, his head up. Do but they dip like that with the toe? Yeah. Dude, they tend to. Yeah. I kind of want to ha- pyre backsmiths because I've been fucking trying them for four weeks and I've learned like oh, ten tricks fucking before I'll ever learn these. It's so annoying. I'm down because I can't get them Dude, on my curb. Dude, it's so uh, hard. I don't understand. You got the front crooks though. I think. Dude, that, I, I think how the can you front, switch crook, front crook, but not front crook, like. I've learned so many tricks like in the last couple of weeks. Think, I can't backsmith. I think you identify it as crooked grind, as uh, <laughs> not <laughs> yes. switch backside. I think the backsmith is the most role-playing trick that I have. Like, I think myself into another body when I do it. I'm like, I am Alex Olsen, and I am fucking... I'm putting my feet back here mm. and I'm and I'm mm. like legging it out. It, oh, that's and that's the nice only way, way I can do it. Like I fully role play that trick yeah. and it works. You know the Soldier yeah, Boy yeah. Soldier Boy song, uh, Pretty Boy Swag? Like when I see like a dude with like nice pants on, white shirt, clean ass shoes, and he just does the close toe like foot setup, I'm like, Backsmith, it's coming. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yep. I love every minute of it. Yep. And like, I don't know if I can live that, you know? I don't know if live, I can live, live your that. truth. The pretty just boy for a swag. Moment, just for those four seconds. Yeah. Just put on God. a white shirt. Do you have white pants? You have a white, I don't know. You I have white overalls. For white overalls. Put on the white overalls. <laughs> That's it. It's fully okay. I learned backsmiths in the um, Kenny Reed era Sick. of that trick. I actually like just watched that too. That's random. But yeah, and I used to th- I used to think that like I could only do them in like carpenter jeans. Remember those or, or and like, corduroys <laughs> and grasshoppers with a terrible hat. Yeah. <laughs> I had so many. Yeah. Why don't we get a uh, fucking men's city challenge instead of the fedora? Let's go to that. Remember that fucking corduroy short brim thing? That the, the next <laughs> the next couple oh, yeah, years I got one of those. The, the Greek fisherman's Thank you. cap. Is yeah, that, or is it <laughs> <laughs> the Greek Dude, honestly, I'll wear anything if I can fucking backsmith. Honestly, I'm gonna send you a Greek fisherman's hat from Ted. Uh, I'll um, 
<laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll message the chat and offer some tips. Thank you. It took me a long time to learn, but I sort of. You do have to surf. It's like a surfing kind of trick. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, you feel? yeah, it's a glide. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, do we want that to be the challenge, or do you guys want to try Nolly Crooks? No, with I don't me? want to Nolly into no. anything. Please, uh, no, can we back to no, Smith? No, back no, to no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, let's just. That's do good. Backspins. I'm gonna go to the curbs okay. tomorrow. Let's try. It. Can I do Slappy? Oh, that yeah, sounds yeah, fucking cool. hard. And Pro will mm. be kick flipping in or out. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Sick. Cool. Sure. Or Nolly flipping in. Let's make it gross. <laughs> no. Nolly flip back Smith. To try that. Yeah. Nolly flip back Smith. Oh my god, I could so see you doing that, dude. <laughs> yeah. Ted, dude, back totally Smith pressure flip. Oh no, we pirated yeah. it. We oh god. It. Oh god. Dude, backsmith impossible is the worst <laughs> fucking trick. So much yeah. backfoot. Even when Carol does it. Even when Carol does it? Yep. What? He's dog shit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Let me is there any interest among the six of us in the Mike Carroll re-release shoe? That's Tomorrow, the Lakai is re-releasing the Mike Carroll. It, I'm, is, I'm not aware. The fuck out of that. that. Um, I am. Sorry, I am, man. I'm all I, about this Ben and Jerry's. I keep. I keep <laughs> wanting to give Lakai another so choice, another chance. All right, guys. I love each and every one of you. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you, Ryan Lay. Thank you, Alex White, who is now in a dark, sketchy cave. I don't know how you got there. Thank you, Kristen. In your sick ass black vest over a yellow shirt that vaguely resembles a bumblebee situation. You're welcome. Ted, you've got Christmas lights in your cabin. I'm starting to think that, uh, that you're having way too good of a time for uh, what the world is like. Well, and you know, you got to spruce it up. Kyle, I spent $70 on a plug in just to fix your S's. So this is going to be tight. That's great. I used to have a list. I have a list. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, just after I EQ, um, uh, there are a couple people in here, so I actually use it on a lot of people. But nice. after I EQ, because everything's recorded in 16-bit, those S sounds go through the roof. Um, do I, do, is you use it on me? That is it. <laughs> right. That is Vent City. We're not doing any more show. Love, Love you guys. For Love the, for the Love for the y'all. Pats. <sighs> I'm going to have good. a shitty song. <laughs> Intro music in this episode by Michael Krieger. You can find more of his music at Blogafonte, B-L-O-G-A-F-O-N-T-E on Instagram. Credits music as always by Alana Bryan, I-L-A-N-A dot B-R-Y-N-E on Instagram or naivetracks.bandcamp.com. Logo and graphic design by the wonderful Michael Warfel. More of his stuff at Warfel, W-R-O-F-U-L. ProFlow credits coming up.
So please just go skate and have a little fun. Let's keep it going and see it through. Let's see some backsmiths from the whole high energy skate crew. And yes, Lucy, I see what you see. The angle on that ledge really sucks for Kristen Lukey. You know it, I know it. Everybody who's ever paid one second of attention knows it. The president is a real fucking prick, man. 